0: Hello everyone, this is Alan Burris, and today I wanted to talk about signs of violence. Recently I had a phone call with a gentleman who was concerned with an individual at his workplace. Some of the things that the individual is exhibiting definitely fall into patterns that could predict a violent occurrence in the future and I definitely think His behaviors should be reported up to the superiors at where he works. Hopefully they have a threat assessment team and maybe they can get this individual the help that he needs before something bad happens. Now there are a bunch of different resources that you can look at to see different signs of violence and things that should make you concerned. You know, I have a lot of them in the book, Survive a Shooting. There's an entire chapter on recognizing potential threats so we can stop them before they happen. I want to be very clear that these signs do not necessarily indicate that the person will become violent. But they're red flags that can indicate the person poses a threat and may become violent and it's worth paying attention to and it's worth reporting some of these behaviors when they get to the higher levels. As I told the person who called me wanting some advice on the situation at his workplace, far too many times we hear people after the violent act say, well, I knew something seemed funny. I felt something was off and different sayings in that same vein. And when they say these things, it's because they had some intuition, and they recognized, but then they didn't act on it. I want you to act on intuition. If you feel something's wrong, take some action. Don't ignore those feelings. We have them for a reason. It is so important that when we recognize signs of potential violence, we do something. If you're at the mall and something doesn't feel right, a person doesn't look right the way they're behaving, maybe they're exhibiting some signs that I have in the book, survive a shooting of a potential terrorist or a potential active shooter, you leave. Don't stick around and see if you're right or wrong. Get out of the area and keep yourself safe and report the incident to the authorities so they can investigate, it's their job, and keep others safe. You know, you see the signs, they started, I saw them at the airports years ago. If you see something, say something. I saw those same signs at the Mall of America a couple months ago when I was there with my family on some of the different digital billboards that have rotating messages. One of the messages that came up If you see something, say something. And that's exactly what I want you to do. But I also want you to take action to keep yourself safe. Say something, but get yourself to safety. At work, you're not going to be able to just leave. But if you see something, if you feel something, if you recognize something you should say something. And hopefully your organization has a threat assessment team and a way of reporting potential threats and they take them seriously and then they can follow up, investigate, and take the appropriate action. You know, again, I talk about this stuff in the book of how it's so important to have these channels and threat assessment teams that can act and stop these potential violent acts before they become disastrous. Dr. Stephen Holmes and Dr. Richard Holmes are renowned for their work in forensic psychology and behavioral analysis. And in their textbooks, based on their research, they have three different levels of escalation from low to high that may predict violence. Level one is intimidation. This is the lowest level. It's the most frequently seen. And it doesn't mean a person will become a killer or become violent, but people that show these characteristics are definitely not pleasant to be around, and they make the workplace unpleasant. And some of the signs that they identified, refusing to cooperate with authority, spreading rumors and gossip to harm others, constantly arguing with others, constant belligerence or swearing at others, and making unwelcome sexual comments. If someone is exhibiting these behaviors, you should say something. If it's at work, it's probably gonna be your boss or maybe the human resource department, depending on how big your organization is and what kind of chain of command they have. If the person's a family member, you might need to seek professional help through a counselor or a therapist to get this person the help they need so things don't get worse. If the person is a friend or an acquaintance, Maybe you don't want that person for a friend or acquaintance. Or you treat them like a family member and you try to get them the help that they need. And if they refuse that help, I would suggest that they don't remain a friend or an acquaintance. Because you don't want to be around if things get worse. And they're probably not nice to be around if they're exhibiting these behaviors. Level 2. Escalation These people have, you know, they've escalated it a little bit more and they're going to be very unpleasant to be around. And you definitely should report this kind of behavior to the superiors human resource department if they're exhibiting this at work. Things that are identified by Holmes and Holmes as level two. Increasing arguments with others. Refusal to to obey policies and procedures, sabotaging equipment or stealing property for revenge, verbalizing their wishes to harm others, sending unwanted sexual notes, having a me versus them mentality. Most people will try to avoid individuals exhibiting these kind of behaviors, because they're not pleasant to be around. They definitely should be reported if it's at work, because they're creating an environment that is not good for the workplace. And it could escalate to even something worse. So report these people. If they're in your friends or acquaintance circles, again, I would suggest you need new friends or acquaintances. If it's a family member, you definitely need to get this person some help before they get worse. Homes and Homes, third level, further escalation, level three, they've identified that people exhibiting these behaviors are dangerous. Some of these people are already committing forms of violence, these people often display frequent displays of anger. And they have recurrent suicidal threats, recurrent physical fights, destruction of property, use of weapons to harm each other or others, and the commission of murder, rape, or arson. I mean, these people are dangerous when they get to the level three identified by Holmes and Holmes. If you become aware of someone exhibiting these signs, you should notify the police go directly to law enforcement. Yes, you can tell your superiors at work as well, but you need to get law enforcement involved because of the danger to yourself possibly and other individuals. Law enforcement may already be aware of people like this, If they've been in fights and they've had other things going on, if they've destroyed things, they may have been reported. But don't assume that law enforcement already knows about them. Report them yourself. Make sure that you get these people on law enforcement's radar so they can take appropriate actions. Sometimes these people, they don't display the same behavior at different locations. They may act different at work, social gatherings, church, etc. But... If we believe that there is something wrong, if you have that feeling, that intuition at any of those locations, you need to do the right thing. You need to report them. and You need to keep yourself and others safe. And yes, I know people don't want to report others. You know, it goes back to when we're in grade school, you don't want to be the tattletale. You don't want to be the one that caused so-and-so To be reprimanded or be fired. But look at what is happening in the world today. We need to get people the help that they need before people get hurt or killed. And that means reporting them. And I'm not saying to go report every little thing. But when you see things that have you concerned, like the individual that called me the other day, And then we had a long talk about things. And I do believe the individual at his workplace is exhibiting some signs that could be potentially dangerous. You need to take action before people are hurt or killed. Now I'd like to give you a laundry list of different things that the U.S. Secret Service has put together as far as active shooter indicators. One or two of these They don't necessarily mean much, but if there's a bunch of these that a person is falling into and you're seeing patterns, then you have reason to maybe be concerned and take some action. So some of the indicators that the US Secret Service has compiled with the FBI as far as investigating past active shooter incidents include anger, anxiety, bullied, classroom or work disruptions, conflicts with peers. Conflict with management, conflict with religion, conflict with social contacts, conspiracy thinking, demanding, depression, disturbing writings, empowered, fear, frightened of the world, frustration, hallucinogen use, hanging out with outcast group, harassed, hatred of almost anything, history of issues reported, history of issues not reported, yet people were aware. Hostility, ignored conversation attempts, isolated, lacks compassion and empathy, laughed at, low self esteem, mental illness, possibly undiagnosed, mood swings, nonconformist, obsessed with lucid dreaming, paranoid, prejudiced, personality change, pressure, psychological reward, resentment, retaliation, revenge. Self-centered, severe anger reactions, severe social anxiety, suicidal, trap, feeling no way out, thrills, unsuccessful, vengeance, victimization. Okay, so a lot of these things are indicators, especially when you have a lot of them in the same person. You know, this list was taken by the U.S. Secret Service, and I just read it right out of the book, Survive a Shooting. A lot of information in that book to further help you understand indicators and set up some systems of reporting in your workplace. And then obviously a lot more on what to do if the person does go violent in the workplace or at the mall or at church or at the movie theater or at school or any place else you happen to be. That's what the book is for, to help you prepare and have knowledge to keep you safe in any of those situations. If you're an employer, Getting that book, implementing the strategies and suggestions in the book, is the first step of trying to keep your workplace more safe, which helps you comply with OSHA regulations and it just helps the morale of your employees when they know that you care about them and you're implementing safe strategies to keep the workplace safe. It's just common sense. Unfortunately, not everyone is using common sense. And like I always say, common sense is not commonly practiced. But get the book, get some information, get some training, keep yourself and your employees safe. That way you can go out and enjoy everything in the world and not live in fear or paranoia. Because I'm not about fear, I'm not about paranoia, I'm about enjoying life safely.